Trump to pardon Joe Exotic, Bernie Sanders drops out, the media tries to connect hydroxychloroquine to Trump's personal finances, and should China pay? We're going to get into all of this and more. Welcome to America the Podcast. I'm your host, Joey Saladino. We're going to get into everything going on in America today. Let's get into this. Bernie Sanders just dropped out. Listen to his dropout video. I wish I could give you better news, but I think you know the truth. And that is that we are now some 300 delegates behind Vice President Biden, and the path toward victory is virtually impossible. So while we are winning the ideological battle, and while we are winning the support of so many young people and working people throughout the country, I have concluded that this battle for the Democratic nomination will not be successful. But he just said he's winning the battle. How would you, this election not be successful unless they're stealing the election from you, Bernie? So you better not chill out for them like you did for Hillary. And so today, I'm <clears throat> announcing the suspension of my campaign. Please know that I do not make this decision lightly. In fact, it has been a very difficult and painful decision. Over the past few weeks, Jane and I, in consultation with top staff and many of our prominent supporters, have made an honest assessment of the prospects for victory. If I believed we had a feasible path to the nomination, I would certainly continue the campaign. But it's just not there. I know that there may be some in our movement who disagree with this decision, who would like us to fight on. I think everybody in his movement is disagreeing and wants him to stay in to the last ballot cast at the Democratic Convention. I understand that position. But as I see the crisis gripping the nation, exacerbated by a president unwilling or unable to provide any kind of credible leadership and the work that needs to... What is Bernie talking about? The projections said that 2.2 million were going to die. Now the projections say they only 60,000 are going to die. So that's some good leadership, if anything. ...be done to protect people in this most desperate hour I cannot, in good conscience, continue to mount a campaign that cannot win and which would interfere with the important work required of all of us in this difficult hour. Well, Biden, I mean, Bernie is about to take some buyout from uh, the DNC. We'll see him shill out for Biden like he did for Hillary after he got the election stolen from him again. I wonder how many millions they're going to give him this time if Sanders was actually a man of integrity. He would stay in it till the end just to spite them because he wants to get his message out there because you, you want to be fighting for the truth. He would be staying in, in it till the end because what else is he going to do? Nothing. But he doesn't have the integrity. Now that the, now that, that um, the race is cleared out, Biden almost stands a clear shot at winning his Senate election. He just needs to get rid of that other Biden. Listen to this. My name's Joe Biden. I'm a Democratic candidate for the United States Senate. Look me over. If you like what you see, help out. If not, vote for the other Biden. Give me a look, though, okay? My name's Joe Biden. So Biden thinks he's running for Senate. And um, if you don't like him, you can go vote for the other Biden. So maybe the DNC will get this other Biden out of the race sometime soon and clear a victory for Biden in the nomination. I want to know who you're voting for, <laughs> Trump uh, or, or Biden. Um, so Bernie also tweeted, let us go forward. The struggle continues. I mean, drop, and I reply, dropping out seems like a backwards move to me. Uh, 
Trump also tweeted today, Bernie Sanders is out. Thank you to Elizabeth Warren. If not for her, Bernie would have almost won every state on Super Tuesday. This ended just like the Democrats and the DNC wanted. Same for Crooked Hillary fiasco. The Bernie people would come uh, the Bernie people should come over to the Republican Party trade, which is true. I mean, Trump is doing a smart move. He's trying to cozy up to the to the Bernie group because he knows he needs the Bernie group to stay home or possibly vote Trump. I don't think they'll vote Trump. If anything, they'll stay home or try to write in Bernie, which either way would be a win for Trump. Uh, I think this is going to be a landslide victory for Trump this election. Biden's not even coherent. Bernie bro Rogan, Joe Rogan, said he'll rather vote for Trump over Biden when he said that he would previously vote for Sanders. So there's going to be a lot of people like that. And that's going to be the big topic of discussion is you can't have Biden as president. The guy's not all mentally there. And a lot of people are going to be picking Trump as default or not showing to the polls or writing somebody in. Writing somebody in and not showing to the polls or just the equivalent victory, um, taking one of those voters is pretty much a double victory because you're moving one vote from them, adding one vote to you, making the spread, you know, a, a two increase uh, based on the spread. So this is going to be major victories for Trump. Major victories for the Republican Party this summer coming up is going to be huge. It's going to be epic. The economy is going to boom. We're going to see big wins from the Republican Party all around. I am very excited for this upcoming summer. I'm so excited to see the Biden versus Trump debates if they do end up happening. We know that Biden and the DNC are going to try to weasel their way out of it as much as possible. I hope that they don't because that would be some comedy. Biden does not stand a chance against Trump. I am so confident in this victory. The only thing that we're going to have to worry about is the voter fraud because we know that the Democrats, they, the Democrats know their only chance of winning is massive voter fraud because the voter fraud was happening in the last election. They were not able to steal enough votes. They're going to be using this COVID-19 crisis as a way to uh, fuel uh, mail-in voters, to fuel their voter fraud schemes. Even though that when the time comes of the election, this whole crisis is going to be completely over, a complete thing in the past. So I don't even know why. They're fighting now, and they want to try to elongate this crisis for that purpose. So we're going to be seeing a lot of that. We're going to see a lot of the elongating of this crisis. This way they could edge it over as close as they can to the election date. This way they can get people not to show to the polls, and they can steal their votes from the mail-in ballots. To steal a vote from the mail-in ballot is actually incredibly easy. You can actually in in New York you can this, this is how you this is how you can do it. I'm going to tell you how easy it is to do. I trust that you guys won't do it. I trust that if you guys were to want to do voter fraud, you would already know this. So don't take this as an as instruction from me to do it because I'm highly against any form of voter fraud. But it, this is how easy it is to do. You can go on the obituaries. You can look up any dead person. And in the obituaries, it pretty much tells you what zip code they're from, what town of the city that they're from. And from that, you can find their zip code. You already have their full name, and you already have their date of birth. That's the information given to you in the obituaries. Then you could go over to one of the poll registration sites, and they tell you what which polling booth you're zoned to vote in. Once you have all that information, you can register online to get your absentee ballot sent to your house. 
to any house, really, because it's an absentee ballot. Your reasonings can be, oh, I'm sick, I'm staying with someone else, I, I temporarily moved, I'm out of state. You can give any of these reasons to have an absentee ballot or a mail-in ballot sent to your house using nothing but the basic information given to you from the obituaries or from someone's Facebook or from just the internet in general. To fix that, we need to make sure that you need to enter a social security number or your um, license ID number, we need to make sure we secure these mail-in ballots if there's going to be an uptick in these mail-in ballots. That's very important. So I don't advocate for you guys to even try that out. I will not tell you how I know. I mean, it's actually easy. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I took my grandma. I did used nothing but using the information found on my grandma online. And with her permission, I got the absentee ballot for my grandma using nothing but the information put online with her permission. I don't want to um, uh, criminalize myself by uh, saying how I know this, but that's how easy it is. And you can literally do it with anybody in the world. You could even, honestly, you can probably do it with me, to be honest with you. I have so much, you can just go to my famous birthdays thing and you can probably easily get my, my absentee ballot. You know what? Do that. Get my absentee ballot sent to your house using nothing but the information found on me online. Uh, make sure you don't get me confused with the other Joseph Saladino out there. But, yeah, do that. Get get my mail-in ballot and text it to me, 917-540-8768. That's the challenge. I want you to get my own absentee ballot when the time comes. I'll I'll reiterate this when, when it gets closer. I don't even know if you can get the absentee ballots yet, so... That's my challenge to you. Get my absentee ballots and ballot. Text it to me. Don't voter fraud it. I'm giving you the <laughs> I'm giving you the okay to collect my absentee ballot for me. I don't give you the okay to vote for me. Because <laughs> I know some troll out there is gonna write write in Biden or Bernie. <laughs> but I'm gonna show to the polls for my own vote. So that's gonna be useless anyway. So Trump talks about how Obama is not supporting Biden, at least not just yet. Listen to this. And I don't know why President Obama hasn't supported Joe Biden a long time ago. There's something he feels is wrong. Why isn't he'll come out? I'm sure he's got to come out at some point because he certainly doesn't want to see me for four more years. That's true. That's true. Why isn't Obama already supporting Biden from the start? That's his VP. That's his vice president. If Pence was running... And Trump was done with his terms. I'm sure Trump would come out immediately and start uh, supporting him and campaigning for him and everything. But, uh, we, we think a little bit differently. You know what? I'll tell you, it, it does amaze me that President Obama hasn't supported <laughs> Sleepy Joe. It just hasn't happened. When's it going to happen? When is it going to happen? I love how Trump had a little pause there. I'm surprised he hasn't supported Sleepy Joe. <laughs> I think Trump was going through. He's like, damn, he's like, what can I call him? Dementia Joe? Sleepy Joe? There's so many names to call him. I'll just go with Sleepy Joe. Why isn't he? He knows something that you don't know. That I think I know, but you don't know. So it'll be interesting. <laughs> but with Bernie, I saw. Yeah, I think we, we do kind of know it's the dementia. His uh, standard fare today I watched. And I hope that a lot of Bernie Sanders people, just like they did last time, we got a tremendous percentage of Bernie people. 
And I think they voted for me largely because of trade, because Bernie and I agree on trade. We agree that the United States has been ripped off by virtually every country they do business with. The difference is I've done a lot about it and I'm doing more about it. I love this. I love how Trump has thrown out the common ground between the Bernie bros and the Trump MAGA crowd. That is very smart, very good. We're going to see a lot more of that. And we've made incredible trade deals, including USMCA, the deal with China, and then all of a sudden that gets disturbed by this virus situation. But China has to spend almost $250 billion on purchasing our products, 40 to $50 billion with our farmers. And the Bernie Sanders people are big believers on what I'm saying on trade. And I got a lot of them in the last election that surprised people, but it didn't surprise me. No, those are great people. They're great people. But I I just look, I'm looking at Bernie Sanders. I watched this morning and I said, what is that all about? Mike, you saw that the delegates, the delegates, he's not giving up his delegates. He's keeping them. And he said he wants to get more of them. And I think he's doing it to negotiate, I assume. But I don't know. That's uh, that's a hard thing to do. Yeah, that is very strange how uh, Bernie's keeping the delegates. He, he definitely is trying to negotiate, trying to get maybe a fourth or a fifth house out of the whole thing. But, I mean, th- this is true. Obama has yet come out to support Biden. He should have been doing it from the start. There's something that Obama knows about Biden that everybody else doesn't really know, or it's just assumed at this point. Well, who knows? Maybe there's something even worse out there that where Obama didn't really want to tie his name behind him. It seemed like Biden was the establishment pick this whole time. So why wouldn't Obama come out and start supporting from the start just to take everybody out of the race, which is very strange. It's very strange how... Obama would sit it out while the establishment steals the election. You'd think that he would have been more a part of it, at least uh, outspokenly. It wasn't, it wasn't a fair primary to begin with. And that seems like the way the Democrats run their primaries, unfair and selected. And it, it's ironic because they're called the Democratic Party and they just don't believe in, in the whole democracy and democratic ways of voting <laughs> it's all a scam that's why i call it the democrat primary i don't call it the democratic i call it the democrat primary i don't want to if you notice on my twitter i never call it call the party democratic i just call it democrat or, or democrat rat the r-a-t in caps trump to pardon joe exotic listen to this so it, one of the biggest rating hits um, of the coronavirus, aside from these briefings, has been a show on Netflix called uh, Tiger King. Yeah. And uh, the man who's the star of this is a former zoo owner who's serving a 22-year prison sentence. Uh, he's asking you for a pardon, saying he was unfairly convicted. Um, your son yesterday jokingly said that uh, you know he was going to advocate for it. And I was wondering if you've seen the show and if you have any thoughts on uh, pardoning uh, Joe Exotic. Which son? It must be Don. <laughs> I had a feeling it was Don. I love, I love how friendly Trump acts. He's like a regular person. Is that what he said? I don't know. I know nothing about it. He has 22 years for what? What did he do? He allegedly hired someone to murder an animal rights activist, but he said that he didn't do that. And he was. You think he didn't do it? Are you on his side? Uh, well, I, are you, are you recommending sides, a pardon? Uh, no, I'm, I'm not advocating anything. As a reporter, that. you're not allowed to do that. I love Trump's banter with these reporters because he's he's like having fun with them and messing with them at the same time. But it's like a fun mess around. You'd be criticized by these. Would you recommend a pardon? I'm not weighing in on time. I don't think you would. I don't think you would. Go ahead. You have a question. I'll take a look. Is that Joe Exotic? That's Joe Exotic. I'll get back to the coronavirus. 
Trump said he'll take a look. I think that would be hilarious if Trump opens an investigation to see if Joe Exotic is guilty or not. <laughs> I think that would be a very fun headline of him pardoning Joe Exotic. I think that would really beef up his cred in the, I guess, the the Instagram internet community world that seems to dislike him a lot. Especially when Trump came out and was being a comedic genius on stage at these press conferences, those groups were actually. Sorry, I'm burping. <coughs> oh God, I got the road. <coughs> <coughs> sorry, I. I inhaled my Red Bull. <laughs> All the comments are gonna be like, "You got the Rona." No, 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 no. So. I didn't watch the Tiger King. I'm probably going to end up eventually watching it. I know nothing about it besides that the dude likes tigers and somebody fed their husband to a tiger. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know much about it. I'll check it out. But I think that would be funny, good pop culture stuff of Trump getting involved in like the other presidents did, like Obama would do all the time. I think that would be pretty cool if Trump gets involved in it. Maybe during this whole crisis, it may not be the right time. It might be a good time, actually, you know, to to not not distract people, but to throw a little bit of joy and a little bit of fun into the news cycle. I think it would be something nice to be done. I hope that the media at least runs this as a fun thing. Uh, you know, Trump, you know, says he's going to look into Joe Exotic, whatever, and I hope they don't spin it to Trump looking into freeing a murderer, et cetera, whatever. I hopefully they don't spin it into something like that. Hopefully they spin it into something fun. It's supposed to be fun. Let's have a good time. We're all having fun here. Do you feel like China help, withheld critical information from the United States, and will there be any consequences for that? Yep. Do you think China should face consequences for their actions? I think that they should. We're going to listen to what he says at the White House press conference right now. It's, this is not the time for retribution, um, but it is still the time for clarity and transparency. Uh, we're still working on this problem set. There's still data that these good people need so that they can perform their analysis of how to both develop therapeutics and a vaccine and to understand where this virus is. So every country, China included, every country needs to be transparent about what's gone on in their country. He's right. Everybody should be transparent right now. I think he is right now is not the time to talk about the retributions because we have to deal with the crisis and we got to sort the crisis out first. So I think he's right in saying that. I think afterwards, then we should talk about that. They need to share that data. We share ours with the world so that the best scientists in the world can get to the right conclusions and bring uh, this economy, this global economy, back to the place that we all want it to be as quickly as we can. Every country has that responsibility. It started in China, and so they had that special responsibility to get it right quickly and fast. Ask every country as we move forward in the days and weeks ahead, make sure we share that. Do it do it right. Do it well. When we do, we'll get this thing back on. Should they have shared their data sooner with the United States? Every, every country has an obligation to share that information accurately, timely, completely, transparently, and thoroughly just as quickly as they can gather it. We'll, we'll leave for another time to evaluate how everyone did in that. I mean, he said that pretty well. Now's not the time to start a whole war over or the blame game. And not for nothing, it, I don't trust a lick of what China has given us in the data. It's probably all wrong. Who knows? But 
That being said, their data is actually way more accurate than all these Western expert projection, projections that they're giving us, especially the BS that the media has been uh, feeding us. The media will have you believe that this virus is attacking infants and young kids, but if you look at the China data, it doesn't show that. And if you look at the actual facts, I, I hate to break it to you, there's this... This virus isn't killing infants. It's just not happening. But the media will try to make you believe that. The media will try to make you think this is bigger than it actually is. And unfortunately, the BS data that we got from China, which I don't trust a bit. I don't trust China a bit. Full disclaimer. I'm not chilling for them. I don't trust them, nor do I trust our own data. Nor do I trust the mainstream media. Nor do I trust the Democrats. I don't trust anybody in this situation. Just yesterday, it was exposed that we're miscounting these COVID-19 deaths of deaths just with the virus and not deaths from the virus. So our data is skewed. Our data is screwed up. Same thing with Italy. Probably the same thing with Spain. I think Germany and South Korea are probably given us probably the most accurate data. Who knows anymore? I, I, you can't trust anything, let alone China. You can't trust anything. You can't trust our own people. We can't trust our own government. We can't trust our own media. We can't, we can't trust anybody. You need to take what you're seeing, and you need to formulate your own opinions. Like, look at this. I'll show you what Rachel Maddow uh, just tweeted. And she tweeted out a, a, a chart that shows the U.S. at the top. It's called Italy and Spain have turned the, uh, the corner with numbers and new cases in decline following China's footsteps. And it's showing the new case decline while it's showing the U.S. Uh, on an increase. And then it's, you know, on the infection rate. And then she tweeted, where the pink line at the top there? We don't have the highest number of cases in total. We have the highest number of new cases each day. No, we don't just have the highest number of cases. We have the highest number of new cases each day by far. I replied, we have more population than most of the people on this list, and we have the most testing. Not more, more, most people. More, we have more population than most of these countries, almost all of them. Besides China, yeah, literally all of them besides China, we have more population by three to five, sometimes eightfold. And we're doing way more testing than everybody else. So please input all that data before trying to push your BS narrative. Because that's the thing. The media, they want to give you these half stories, these half truths. They want to cherry pick the data on what to give you. And by the looks of it, when they cherry pick that data, when they give you a little bit of this, it makes it seem worse than it is. Oh, the U.S., the most coronavirus cases. Oh, no. Oh, no. We're all going to die. No, we, have, we just have a bigger population than these other countries that are having it. If anything, comparatively to population, we're actually doing way better than Spain, Italy, France, Germany, U.K., all of them. We're doing way better than all of them. When you adjust for population, when you adjust for how much testing is going on, when you adjust for all of those, we would need to have over 3,000 deaths a day in Italy, maybe 4,000 deaths a day in Italy. I mean, we USA would need to have 4,000 deaths per day from COVID-19 to even match Italy's peak if we're going to adjust for population. We're not even close to that. So take for what you will.
Listen to this sly remark that Jim Acosta threw in at Trump at the end of the press conference. Listen. President and his group to handle it, and uh, I will see you probably tomorrow. Okay? Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. So Jim Acosta asked Trump, do you have any investment in hydroxychloroquine? However you pronounce it. Trump goes, no, but good question. Like laughing at him. Trump has a few thousand. Okay, listen to this. This this is where this all stems from. And this is the narrative that they're, the left is trying to perpetrate. I'm going to show you how it's all BS. The, the media doesn't want this drug to work to save lives. They don't want it to work to save lives. They want this to be prolonged and they want more death and destruction. This way they can blame Trump. They're trying to frame a whole narrative around why Trump is promoting this drug to discredit the drug's usage. Now, Cernovich did some uncovering, and this is where it stems from. According to Trump's financial disclosure, he owns between 1,000 and 15,000 of Dodge and Cox Fund. Uh, Docs and Cox Fund has 2.9% of its money in Stanfoe. Stanofi, Stanofi, whatever it's called. Trump owns 2.9% of, by the way, $1,000 to $1,500. Trump owns between $29 and $335 of the stock of the company that makes the drug. And then he has photos of the disclosures on... Yeah, he's got the photos of of the disclosures. That, that is where this all stems from. He he has a few bucks worth of the stock that's part of a mutual fund. This is... It's, it's mind-boggling. Because this is the narrative that they're trying to build, and this is what they actually believe. Trump is only promoting this drug to line his own pockets because he has investment interests in the company. No, he has a mutual fund, which are the mutual fund, is part of the mutual fund, one of the thousands of, although or hundreds of companies that's part of the mutual fund, one of them is a company that makes the drug. And apparently, apparently, it's not confirmed. The drug doesn't even make it in the U.S. It makes it overseas, I think. I don't, I'm not 100% sure on that. Don't don't quote me on that, but that's just like that could add another po- degree of separation from it, and that is the dishonest media for you. You can't trust them. You obviously can't trust China. I don't know who I would trust more, to be honest. <laughs> but the whole, I guess, the narrative is Trump's doing all this to make tens of dollars on this. Yeah, Trump's. The billionaire, our billionaire president is doing all this hydroxychloroquine stuff to make tens of dollars. Wow. It's either Trump is that low of a life or the media is just dishonest. Let's be real here. Thank you guys so much for listening to America the Podcast. Please rate five stars if you can. Please subscribe if you're not. Send this to a friend. And you can also text me, 917-540-8768. Ask me some questions, and I might put you in the mailbag. Thank you for listening, and have a nice day. You You can stop listening now. The show's over. Go away.